0: Hello and welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by stoner chicks. I'm
1: Grace Penzel. I'm Stephanie Thompson. I'm Phoebe Richards. And I'm Kayla Teal. Happy episode 100. Oh, wow.
2: We yeah. made it. Pew, pew, pew,
1: pew. Yeah, motherfuckers.
3: I'm we gonna did it. smoke a big bong ripped 100 episode. Yeah, let's cheers to that. Happy 100th episode, you three. I um, didn't think we'd make it to 100. I didn't know how far we'd go, honestly. Um, But this is amazing. So thank you for this wild... You've
2: been saying that a lot recently, Steph.
3: Right, I know. I just am really grateful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Steph keeps saying, wow, I really thought that this... This would be in, buried and in the ground by now.
2: I thought we would all hate each other and not be speaking. I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs>
1: but
0: that's God.
2: not the note to go into a hundredth episode. I love you three and you're three of my bestest friends and I wouldn't have wanted to do this ongoing adventure with anyone else. At
1: this point, I have so many positive memories to do with the podcast. It's been almost mm. two years we've been doing this. And yeah. it's been two of the weirdest years of my life. Um, you know, not quite unrelated, but I never thought I would be doing a podcast with you guys and having this much fun and have two years go by and like want to keep going. So I just yeah my gratitude for you three and all the people listening we've met some really awesome people Mm -hmm. through doing this and like even just like kind of getting involved in the online cannabis space like we've met so many interesting people and our listeners are the shit well yeah
2: literally without you listeners we would have stopped by now
1: Yeah, so thanks for um, liking us and um, listening not out of obligation.
2: <laughs> but if you are listening out of obligation, keep feeling obligated and keep listening. <laughs> yeah, and again,
1: write in. Tell us why. Yeah. yeah. Why you feel Tell obligated. us what you want
2: more of. Why do you feel compelled? To... <laughs> Who's making you feel this way? Anyway, we're
0: so excited to be bringing this 100th episode to you. Um Big news on my end, I've decided to uh, add a new affect um, in in the next hundred episodes, which is I'm a person who wears fake glasses now.
2: (laughs) Oh, I just figured those were like the screen for computer screen.
0: I mean, they are blue blockers. Thank but, you. Um,
2: blue blockers. That sounds weird.
0: I'm, I'm blue blocking all over the place. <laughs> well, <you laughs> like. Grace,
2: Grace is such a blue blocker.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm 100% serious. This is not a bit. Um, I'm also going to start wearing, you know, like neck braces. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And these are all things that mean nothing to listeners who just hear your voice, but I like that your choices are visual.
1: Hey, we talk about aesthetics. Come on. <laughs> well, Grace is not wearing a neck brace, so. No. But she is not wearing, wearing cute little cute glasses. I was going to say your glasses were cute. I
0: didn't have time to get a neck brace before the recording. <laughs> Rub it in. Why don't you? Well,
2: now you have 100 episodes because I expected it at the 200th.
1: oh 200 oh my gosh guys can you believe we've done this a hundred times Mm -mm. 3,000 times?
2: Yes, I can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you can't tell, we're getting sentimental over here. Wait, I think
2: Kayla planned out a whole exciting thing for us.
1: I did. I did plan out a whole exciting episode, and I, I didn't do it without help. We had a couple of listeners write in and tell us things they wanted to happen in this episode as well. But over the last couple of months, the four of us have been compiling clips some of our favorite moments from the last hundred episodes um some of them are silly and might seem kind of random and then a lot of them are you know cool guests we've had on the pod you'll see but um anyway thanks for everyone who contributed and speaking of this first thing is something that samantha our listener samantha recommended we do and it is a compilation of all the times we've ever said rihanna Mm. (laughs) this is
3: awesome
0: Rihanna. 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 I love Rihanna. Robin. Rihanna. Fenty. Rihanna.
1: Rihanna. In the most Rihanna way possible. Rihanna. Rihanna.
0: Rihanna smoking weed. Rihanna is. But Rihanna is. Rihanna. 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 Immersed in Rihanna. Rihanna.
1: Rihanna. 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 It's Rihanna's day.
0: How do you feel about Rihanna? So,
2: like, Rihanna.
0: Rihanna. Rihanna. Fucking voice. Rihanna's. Rihanna. Thanks, Rihanna, for everything you do.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that was so satisfying. I know, dude.
1: It was satisfying to find them all. Luckily, we had a whole episode about Rihanna. <laughs> I
2: always think I mean I love her so much, but hearing that, especially some of Grace's uh, uh- vocal <laughs> choices when talking about her, I realized we all have a similar um certain kind of love for her.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be on the super bowl when this comes out
1: yeah well she
2: will have already been on
1: Mm -hmm. the super bowl yeah we will be who we're gonna be after her super bowl (laughs) performance and right now i don't know who i'm gonna be afterwards oh i'm excited
2: (laughs) i'm opening my wine oh (laughs) Keep it in. <laughs> Everything went
1: silent I and really we were all quiet. like, what is happening? And Phoebe looked like she was um peeing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was and I was just reaching across to open my house wine and wondering why it had gone silent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that your competitiveness had really gotten the best of you when you were having an actual pissing contest with <laughs> us on screen.
4: Ooh.
1: I knew it looked like you were taking a piss. Well, (laughs) anyway, great edit, Kayla. I
2: know. I love that. I'm going to make you send me that clip so I can just listen to it in the morning.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We might just have to upload it somewhere so anyone can listen to it as many times as they want. Okay, so this next clip is from episode six called Cowgirl Fantasies. Mm. Um, And this is when we all find out that Grace has a a sexual thing for cowgirls. (laughs) 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 <laughs> a sexual thing. I Am I wrong? That's an early one. I know. This one's so early that the audio quality's not the best. And I apologize. It gets much better after this one. But yeah. anyway, here's Grace lusting after cowgirls. <laughs> and in this episode, we're playing a game of like, would you rather or what would you do? Hypothetical questions Grace is asking us.
0: You are... <laughs> Minding your own business. It is a rainy summer afternoon sometime in August, and you're in the desert. You're walking along a country road. Oh, I'm making rain, sa-
3: making oh, rain sounds.
0: Making And then the um, all of a sudden, a cowgirl rides up on her horse, and she she stops, and then she hand, <laughs> extends her hand down to you, and she looks at you in the eyes, and she says, Do you trust me? What do you do?
1: Wait, she fell from the sky? Uh, what? Did I make that up? <laughs> Where'd
2: she come from? A horse. She ran. She's a <laughs> cowgirl. Yeah. She's on she, a horse. Yeah, you, know, you see her in the distance as she comes. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm in the fucking middle of the desert in the middle of August. I feel like I yeah, I'd rather trust her and get out of there. Oh, no, you know where you are. You're not lost. Is there like a good, is there good chemistry between? Um,
0: us? she is gorgeous she's super she's a super hot cowgirl but like not in like a like sexy hot way but in a like commanding hot way you know
3: does her horse
0: seem happy um yeah beautiful horse clearly very well taken care of okay good but she's but she's got (laughs) okay (laughs) that's my main this is starting to sound like a personal fantasy that i'm like
3: you. Yeah. and i didn't initially are we
1: writing fanfic right now i think we're writing fanfic um, right like now, like Westworld world fanfic look it's yeah. been a long pandemic guys um i just want a pretty lady on a horse to
0: ride up and take me away that i can trust okay um <laughs> so shall i move on to the next question
2: <laughs> oh man um well one wow our sound quality has gotten better <laughs>
1: It certainly has gotten better, and Grace's <laughs> love for cowgirls has only grown. hmm Yeah. I mean, legit. I remember
2: when we watched 9 to 5 in the theater, and there's a fantasy scene where Dolly Parton dresses up like a cowgirl and is like, um, what's that called? Has a Lasso. Rope. Lassoing. Rope? I was about to call it a rope hoop. I don't know what is wrong with one. <laughs> you know but it was like that scene and grace is like all cozied out on the beanbag falling asleep and that scene started and grace woke up <laughs> yeah, she like <laughs> shot up <laughs> hmm.
0: Aww. you forget phoebe's a city gal until she calls a lasso a rope That's
1: <laughs> so
2: true Oh, man. All right. Moving
1: on. All right. (laughs) Okay. So, our next clip is from the infamous dopium episode. episode No. No. (laughs) Episode 19. All right. And all I can say about this episode is we were trying something, you guys. We were just trying something. (laughs) We were
0: pretending to be a male podcast of dude stoners. Yeah.
2: It was an all. and it was the same. They, were, they had started it as an all-male improv... Improv group about weed.
0: Called Dopium.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is our exact story, only we were called stoner right. chicks. And yeah, so this whole episode, we're in character as our dude alter egos. And um, this is just a little montage of Hoagie and Blake. Hoagie and Blake were me and Grace's characters. Here's the story of Hoagie and Blake. <laughs>
0: I'm Hoagie. Uh, I am Blake's older brother. And I just recently graduated from Washington State University. And so now that I'm graduated, I'm just really excited to be in a group of men and have my little brother here. Blake, I love you. And I'm really glad we're doing this together.
1: Yeah, I love you too, brother. And I'm Blake. And I'm 15 years old. Uh, I met all these guys. Well, besides my brother. I met these guys in an improv class um, that my mom let me take after school. And like, because like the drama club at my school really sucks and they don't have improv, though. And I also smoke weed. I smoke a, a, a little bit of weed every few days.
3: And we all found that we were all cannabis friendly here. And we were just like, okay, this is just magic waiting to happen. And actually, we had our first live show last night minus Blake and Hoagie which our dad our dad had a heart attack.
1: Oh uh but he's yeah. doing better or whoa well, <laughs> he's just like um he is doing better but like it's we're just taking it day by day. <laughs> we're just taking it day by day.
2: Well I'm I'm glad you guys were able to make it. The podcast. You sound like you're getting a little emotional there, Blake. You okay?
1: Yeah, it's just like you only get one dad, you know? Yeah. And he's uh, going to be fine, but we just, we were really scared, though. So.
0: Blake, Blake, it's going to be okay. Yeah. But yeah, we really wish we could have been at the show. And I really like that shirt that you wore last week, Tom. Yeah. Of Tasmanian Devil. Yeah.
2: With a joint. I know. Well, because, you know, if any of those loony tunes are stoners, it's Taz because he don't give a fuck. Pew, 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 pew. You know, out of all the Looney
3: Tunes, I could see Tasmanian Devil as a stoner, but I also really like the Martian.
1: I really think that Foghorn Leghorn would be the stoner out of all of them. <laughs> surprised you
3: even know who that is, Blake.
1: Our dad is crazy
0: about Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, we
1: actually have a whole tool shed as Foghorn Leghorn themed. Oh, wow. Like, our dad loves it, and so, like, we grew up just being like, who's that wooster?" And he was like, foghorn Wighorn. Blake,
0: remember? That's the first place I ever smoked you out.
1: Yeah, that's right. Right in the blow-up foghorn Wighorn chair. Yeah, man.
2: Don't drop your joint on that, huh? <laughs> it would probably just pop it.
1: Don't even joke about popping the foghorn Wighorn chair. That's, like, really important to our dad. Our dad would have a heart attack.
0: Oh. oh. Oh man. No, no don't worry about it. Uh do you guys want to do some improv? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. oh,
2: oh man. my god, I forgot about the the whole card still because I feel in that moment, I remember so much when you said that. That I even was like, "Wow, I knew exactly what you meant," but I, it's like I didn't even know I knew that. If that makes sense, so I still remember <laughs> yeah. that moment so much. It's like, "Wow, we're referencing Foghorn <laughs> Leghorn, and I didn't even—I know his name, but I've never—someone I've never thought about since I was a little child—and <laughs> that—and that we
0: would like smoke for the first time in a blow-up Foghorn Leghorn chair. <laughs>
2: I feel that that episode was misunderstood. (laughs) And I say this because it's notoriously, this is weird behind the scenes, and we can cut this if we want, but we can sort of see the track of like how much people keep listening to each episode. It'll show the numbers and where they (laughs) drop off. And in general, we do fine. It's all very normal. That one, immediate, (laughs) harshest (laughs) drop off of (laughs) any episode we've yet to have. (laughs) Like, people <laughs> didn't like it or didn't get it.
1: Was it 19? <laughs> yeah. We should just oh, take man. it out.
2: <laughs> no! No! It's our, See, heri- it's our heritage. It's
1: our heritage. I really would like to give it a re-edit, though, because that clip I just played you was heavily edited. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that episode could do with some of that. But anyway. Do you guys remember that guy <laughs> that reached out to us on Facebook and, like, picked a fight with us about this episode, too?
2: I do. Yeah. yeah, he thought we were being we were making fun of men and that it was belittling because men have a high violence and anyway, yeah, he was like took it really and I feel like I was trying to be like oh I think we don't we're kind of being funny but we like cared about those characters that we played.
1: Yeah, yeah. but he I don't think he listened <laughs> to the whole thing. I think he started the fight yeah. even before the episode came out because he went on a huge rant about how white men can't make jokes about anything anymore. And so oh, we shouldn't right. be able to either because he wouldn't be able to do that Oh, uh, episode like poking fun at women. But like I, then it's like, OK, I could explain comedy to you <laughs> and what is <laughs> and isn't OK. But like I'll yeah, yeah, I'll hold space for you to be upset. Um, <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Anyway, so the uh, (laughs) next clip is from episode 25, Stone to the Bone, when we had our good friends, uh, especially Grace's good friends, Sophie Schwartz and Caitlin Hart from the Anything Bones podcast. Um, And one of my favorite parts of this episode, Steph, is you improvising the song with Sophie. Oh, I don't know if I remember this. I'm excited. Well, here it is. But on that note,
0: I would love to transition because I am so excited. I've been told that we're going to hear some mind blowing bone facts. Oh, bone facts. I am so
3: fucking stoked right now. Steph, what's the theme song? Oh, what's it called? Just bone facts is what we were thinking or like bone facts. Yeah, and or like okay. maybe it, I was thinking maybe like an 80s riff of like Boone Fix, <laughs> I don't
2: know. Yeah.
3: And then, Hell yeah, break yeah. a bone on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And then like some guy busts through a a wall, and he snaps a bone in half. Oh. And then, I don't know, juggles them or something. I don't know, something Yeah, cool. and there's
2: like smoke and like purple lights. Yeah. I oh, just imagine,
3: yeah. you ever see the Slim Jim commercials? Oh. Kind of like don't snap know. into a Slim Jim, but
2: like he'd snap into the, never mind.
1: <laughs> quite, quite the
2: segment intro.
1: <laughs> Slap into a Slim Jim. Bone facts! Pew
0: pew! Fantastic. I just smoked some more weed. I'm nice and toasty for this. I'll kick it off. So bone fact. Did you know (laughs) that adults will end up with only 206 bones? But babies are born with almost a hundred bones more. What? And then as you grow older, they fuse together and become less bones, but also more bones (laughs) and stronger bones.
3: Yeah, a lot of them are
1: like in your head. Yep. Does anybody know, like, at what age are all your bones fully fused? Mm,
2: ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put my money on 18 months. That's Phoebe's bet.
0: Maybe it's different person to person. That sounds smart, right? Yeah,
2: like Hulk Hogan, it might have been a lot sooner than like Timothy Chalamet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Timothy Chalamet will not have his bones.
2: He still fused. has some of his baby bones.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
2: But Timothy Chalamet has the bones of a bird. They're actually attached to his his respiratory system. He breathes through his bones like a bird. Wow. Well,
0: we loved having them on and, our first uh, guests. Yeah, it's true. So go check that episode
1: out yeah, and then anything Bones podcast, Friends of Stoner Chicks indeed. And then, um, oh God, this next clip. this is when we were oh. we were doing I think what if questions and Phoebe was doing the what if questions, and she did one about Norm McDonald, who I had no idea who that was. We recorded, and then several days later he passed away, <laughs> which is very sad, yes. oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like very sad, but then after we recorded this episode, we were like, "What do we do about this clip with Norm McDonald?" We like came close to cutting it, and then because up- it's not disrespectful, but like you'll
2: you'll you'll hear it. Yeah, you'll hear the.
1: <laughs> you won't believe it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here's a good one. Hey, right, you're walking down the street and you realize, ah oh, shit, I don't have my phone, and then you see Norm McDonald. And he <laughs> Oh, okay. And he you see Nor Macdonald and he's sort of like walking like across a freeway that looks kind of busy and he doesn't look well and he <laughs> collapses like right in the center and cars are like whizzing behind either side. It's like no one else sees him and it looks very dangerous and you're like, Fuck, what do I do? And there's no other pedestrians around, just you and cars, no phone, and Norm Macdonald in peril. What do you do?
1: I don't know. And I don't know who Nora McDonald is. <laughs> so I'm just going to walk away.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I hope Nora McDonald's listening to this. I doubt he is. So I walk away. Mighty night. Um... I would. I mean, if I could get the cars' attention to get them to stop, I would try to flag down the cars to stop so I could go in, and, and and get his body and try to drag it to safety. I don't know. Wait, Probably who were you rescuing? Good Samaritan. <laughs> it's it's, it's... <laughs> to to Nora McDonald. So Nora McDonald. So can I answer the question?
0: Of course. If I saw Nora McDonald. <laughs> Dead in the road from a car crash, per are saying? He's not dead.
1: He's just. But he got hit by a car? No, he's just no. collapsed.
2: Thank you, Kayla. I mean, I'm long gone. Kayla's like, I don't know who that bitch is.
0: Okay, no, so I don't know who this person is, but it's Norm McDonald, right? Yes. <laughs>
2: I didn't know yes. people didn't know. Who
3: well, I I think Phoebe, <laughs> yeah. you just gotta realize there's a generational divide. There's some people who didn't watch Saturday Night Live in the '90s, so oh, this crying. is a, this is a comedian. Then? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Norm Macdonald. There's a movie he starred in, it was called Centurific, um, where he starred wow. as a centaur, but a business centaur, and yeah. he had a, a briefcase of powers. It was a really popular movie in 1997.
2: He did Weekend Update for a long time. Oh, Norm Macdonald did? <laughs> yes. Cool, still walking away. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs>
3: he was in a really um, awful movie called Dirty Work. <laughs>
0: Are you, you going to keep telling us about Norm Macdonald movies? <laughs>
3: mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Phoebe. What's the next scenario?
3: <laughs> oh, dang. He wasn't in a Centaur movie. You I'm made gonna, that up? Dang.
0: Oh my god.
3: <laughs> Fuck me. I'll
0: believe anything.
2: I do think that's one of the, like, biggest laughs, I don't explain, of my life. Like, that moment <laughs> when you so confidently said, Nora McDonald. Oh, God. And then, yeah, yes. in the end, we... And, I just, yeah, he died three or four days after we recorded that. Like, a week before it came out.
1: We were joking about him dying. Like, <laughs> no. what are the chances?
2: But like I said then, I believe to you also said that my partner at the time, huge Norm Macdonald fan. So like in the weeks after... I'm sorry,
0: did you say Nora Macdonald? Was that
1: Nora
2: Macdonald? <laughs> yes, Nora. But for the weeks after, they're in our household was just clips of Norm Macdonald on podcasts or clips of him on... Not clips, shows, him on late night shows, whatever. And I was just like, this is someone who would think it's funny to have a clip of people joking about not knowing who he is and about him dying that would be funny to him
1: and now that i know who it is and his sense of humor i agree (laughs) and we left it in all right donald i know well our next clip is um just from a random episode this is just another (laughs) laugh we had this is from episode 26 (laughs) i don't know what it's called
3: our next high thought is from Marty John, dear Stephanie. Some of my high thoughts—they use emojis. So there's a little cloud. Um, uh, was there a moment in time, clock, where everyone blinked? <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> no, this is good. Keep doing yeah, exactly. Please this. read uh, the emoji as a word. I
3: will read the emojis. Uh, where everyone blinked at the same time, but we'll never know because no one had seen it. We all blinked at the same time, so we would never know because we all blinked at the same time.
1: It's possible, but we would never know.
0: Every single person in
3: the
1: whole <laughs> the wide world. The thing tough is all the time zones because there's a lot of people at any given moment on the planet who are sleeping.
2: Wouldn't that make it easier? <laughs> if you're sleeping, it counts as one long blink. <laughs> One long I mean, they blink. wouldn't be able to see anything, so it's the same yeah, outcome.
3: Of course. Asleep. The, <laughs> the long, long blink. Can that be a movie? Sleep. The long blink.
2: <laughs> you should be blinking at least eight hours a day.
1: Death. The longest
4: blink. Death. The final blink. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right i want laughing. another one from oh what was this okay. person's
3: name this is marty joe
2: i love that name marty joe great name
3: marty john excuse me marty oh, john. jesus
2: i love that name marty john great name
3: <laughs> yeah uh and this one they uh anyway they have multiple high thoughts and i'm only going to take two a squirrel would have to fall that was a squirrel emoji i don't i don't know how to make a squirrel emoji sound so that love was it, it a squirrel would have to fall about 4800 i'm going to guess miles in order to die skullface because that would give it time to starve to death skullface again but different because squirrels can survive terminal velocity yes they can their little bones can survive terminal velocity so they have to fall the equivalent of how long it would take for them to starve to death for them to die by falling because they wouldn't die by falling.
2: Okay, I have a few questions. Yeah. <laughs> Who tested this? Who was like, we're going to take a squirrel <laughs> launch it so fast. <laughs> how fast <laughs> it has to fall to die. But also, does that mean I could take a squirrel at the Empire State Building and throw it off and it'd be fine? Yes. That's exactly what that means. Whoa.
3: Great. I think that's why it's 4800 feet they didn't specify or 4800 miles miles instead of feet or meters because i think it would take a really long time for a squirrel to starve to death
2: how many miles up before you leave our solar system solar
0: system or atmosphere sorry you're right grace atmosphere
2: (laughs) is what phoebe meant
0: several miles (laughs) oh wait no uh planes cruising altitude is like thirty thousand miles right no, that's feet. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Guys, we really don't know science. Wow.
2: We do need to get a
0: scientist on but this podcast. I just, <laughs> we need help. Well, we
1: don't did we... get a
2: scientist.
1: We got scientists on the podcast, did we not? Yes, we did. And funny enough, they are the next clip. We said oh. we needed. To bring scientists on the pod, so we fucking did. And we got Dr. Riley Kirk and Dr. Miyabi Shields, two badass cannabis... Scientists. I freaking love when people are so passionate about what they're passionate about. And these two are passionate about molecules and the endocannabinoid (laughs) system and how plants interact with human
2: bodies. It's still
3: so hard for me to say endocannabinoid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie, I am with you. Emboid (laughs) cannabinoid. No. (laughs) Embinoid. No. No. (laughs) Not even close. Embinoid. (laughs) (laughs)
1: but then later in that episode stephanie just pops in with like a really astute question about like secondary metabolites and then we they got so excited here's that part of the episode did my
3: research that was an awesome smoke break guys coming back at it um this is stephanie here and we have our guests here (laughs) riley and my And I actually listened to you guys talking about chemo diversity in plants and your brain, and that was the stuff that was really speaking to me. But I didn't quite understand it because you were talking about secondary metabolics. Am I being a good student here? (laughs) Dude, you're
5: doing fucking unreal. You're you're doing fantastic. (sighs)
3: Just what they, um, but that. I didn't realize that THC and CBD were secondary metabolics in the plant, that they were created in the plant to do secondary functions. And that was just really interesting to me. And then in on that, you were talking about just the whole, I guess, I I love animals and ecosystems and biodiversity. So in my head, I was thinking of all the different, how the systems were working together were how complex ecosystems kind of work together. But I didn't know if that was right or not.
5: It's so so spot on. I mean, it's really confusing because there's so many components to this topic that it's just like a broad topic in general. But you did such a good job describing what a secondary metabolite is. And it's essentially, you know, the plant or any organism is going to make a A certain subset of chemicals just to stay alive. It needs to get energy. It needs to build cell walls. It needs to do the absolutely most important things. Those are called primary metabolites. It cannot survive without making those. So that's where it's going to put its energy to start. But then after it does what it has to do to survive, it's going to create a whole nother subset of molecules just to be better at surviving, to start, you know, beating things off in nature because nature is metal. I mean, everything's fighting everything. (laughs) You got to stay alive. So that's your secondary metabolites. So we don't know fully what all of these secondary metabolites do, but some of the functions are like protecting the plant from the sun or tasting really bad to herbivores so so herbivores don't want to eat it or even like toxins that uh, a plant will produce to make sure that if something does eat it, it gets sick. All of these compounds are called secondary metabolites. So a lot of the molecules that plants make that humans use for medicine are secondary metabolites because they're so specialized. And oftentimes they're specialized for animals like insects that are eating them. And we're just kind of giant insects existing. So when we take in those secondary (gasps) metabolites, they're interacting with our body bodies too similar to how it interacts with an insect except maybe it kills an insect and maybe it makes us feel high
3: (laughs) i didn't know i could sound so
2: smart (laughs) it's one of the things you've learned in a 100 episodes dear stephanie (laughs) yes
1: i really like those two they're it's so fucking cool to hear like just brilliant stoners who care about weed talk about it in that way and i just like feel like i it's so like dense with information i have to like listen to them over and over but i love what they have to say
3: i always leave hearing them feeling smarter
1: yes precisely hmm. yes. now um next i'm going to play something for you that's going to make you feel dumber um it's from the episode when we first did buzzed feed the segment, and we, me and Phoebe, like prepared a theme song for it, and then I couldn't do it because I was laughing so fucking hard. It's my, this might be one of my biggest laughs of my life. I was this out is of, one of my favorite moments. I was out of control of my own body and voice. So, and Stephanie, you helped me out. We're, you're going to hear first what the listeners heard, and then I'm going to play for you what we edited out.
0: And next up, we've got a game called Buzzed Feed. (laughs) It's not a game. It's not a (laughs) game.
1: This is no game.
2: Pop culture is no game, Grace.
1: Yeah, Grace. Buzzed is not a joke or a game. This okay. is a new
2: segment that is not a game. All, All right, get ready. You think the lives of real people is a game, Grace.
0: <laughs> okay, well, everyone, get ready for this self serious segment on pop cu- pop culture Buzzed Feed.
3: Buzz, yes. buzz, 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 buzz,
2: buzz, 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 That was great, but me and Kayla actually worked out a little theme song already. (laughs) So let's see if we can remember how it goes. Okay.
1: Buzzfeed. So that's what the listeners heard leading into the theme song, which was expertly crafted by our friend Sophie Schwartz, based on this hot mess we sent her. (laughs) (laughs) Excited.
2: That was great, but me and Kayla actually worked out a little theme song already. (laughs) So let's see if we can remember how it goes. Okay.
4: Um. I'm going to be my pants laughing.
2: <laughs> okay. Fame, fortune.
0: Okay, clean take we got to get.
2: <laughs> Fame, fortune, deceit, allure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla is, I think, peeing her pants and crying right now.
1: I'm sorry.
2: Mm. <laughs> Celebrity.
1: God! <laughs> no, <stop>. I, can't. <laughs> I can't participate. Okay,
0: okay. Stephanie, let's I guess take, we got let's yours. Take some, <laughs> let's take some
3: breaths. Well, I think we can take some breaths. I got <sighs> I think I could do Kayla's part. You Something. got the words?
2: I think so. I don't remember, I don't remember how okay. the music part went anyway. But then we're going to do a little like dun 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 <laughs> buzz feed. Nice. S. Okay. The Fame. Fortune. Deceit. <laughs> Allure. Dun 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 buzz Gossip. Oh, dun 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 deceit oh, buzzed feed. Oh, buzz feed. Oh god! Oh boy! That's definitely the hardest I've ever seen you laugh, Kayla. <laughs> that was really good. Oh. I the way you say
3: allure gets me every time.
1: <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, feels good. Feels good to laugh, you know. <laughs> allure. <laughs> Uh, I think this next clip, we're also having a pretty big laugh. This is in the episode where Stephanie does her animal fact segment. Crikey, these animals are fucking high.
3: Crikey, the animals fucking high. These are Amazonian jaguars or jaguar. <gasps> Ooh. And apparently these jaguars will eat yage, um, which is banisteriopsis
2: ca- capi. That didn't clarify it for me. <laughs> yep, It's
3: a vine containing hallucinogenic chemical and other beta-carbolines, and it's a principal ingredient in ayahuasca.
2: Oh, wow. Okay, finally I understand something you said.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
2: Oh, you had me at other beta-carbolines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what do they do with it?
3: So they nibble on the vines, and it's mm-hmm. suspected that they get hallucinogenic effects from the vines and also helps with their digestive system because cats oh, nice. like to nibble on leaves and grass, and it helps so it's them. like
2: kefir and
3: acid? Yeah, kind of. Maybe, (laughs) but it's supposed to help them cleanse their stomachs. Um, Indigenous people even speculate that the vine increases their hunting abilities, buffing their already legendary hunting prowess and visual acuity.
1: Wow! So they, the jaguars, just suddenly feel like they're in a video game and they're operating optimally. Yeah, and they're like pew (gasps) pew, and I I
3: just imagine lasers coming out of their eyes at night. I don't know why. Laser jaguars.
2: That's most grace line to me of, like, any grace line. <laughs> what, you have me at
3: beta carb lines? <laughs> yeah.
2: Hearing that, just, I was like, oh, that's so grace.
1: <laughs> I should bring that segment back.
2: Yeah, Anytime,
1: baby. Yeah. All right, our next clip is from episode 44, Get Fucking Baked. This was a <laughs> um, a suggestion from our listener, Rosemary. I think we were playing Never Have I Ever, where if you had, you had to take a bong rip. I invented a
3: sport when I was 19 years old called extreme peeing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who else would have done that?
3: <laughs> where I peed out of trees are off top of buildings or
2: <laughs> high places well this is totally different but in uh, only a couple years older than that at my uh, my old job my I was dating one of my coworkers and then there was a girl we were friends with and we did a bet with her which she was at such a disadvantage that we could have sex in more crazy places than she could, but she didn't have, like, a primary, like, a, a partner. So it was a huge disadvantage because, you know, we were dating, so we could just be like, let's knock out four spots.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, well, I have to find a date, be then decide I feel safe having sex with them, then convince them to have yeah. sex with me somewhere weird. Yeah.
2: It's total disadvantage. So we won without having to do much, but it only made me think of it of just the like ridiculousness of like, oh, this would be a really weird crazy place to have sex.
1: It sounds like the fun like a fun plot of a movie.
6: Mhm. Um,
1: one. Uh, <laughs> and I though my only similar thing is when I was 13, my friends and I would have pee races where we would <laughs> pee at the top of a hill and watch it roll down the hill and whoever had the strongest stream one. That's awesome. Oh my God. I love that. It's a new like P sport.
3: I feel like that qualifies because that's a that's a P sport.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. I'll hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I
2: remember that.
1: <laughs> so did Rosemary. Thank you, Rosemary. <laughs> Let's knock out four spots. I
2: <laughs> know, <laughs> God. Hi, Dad. Peed off a fire lookout in November.
0: oh that's impressive
2: that's Mm -hmm. extreme you probably hit at least one or two living mammals or bugs (laughs) or or something there was just like chipmunks
3: showering and stephanie's piss (laughs) (laughs) well goats really like it up in the mountains they'll follow you for your pee wow Mm -hmm. isn't that
1: so cute Mm -hmm. what's next (laughs) (laughs) next next clip this is the episode where Stephanie tells us that she was voted most <laughs> zoo in high school, and we're we're um, in the middle of Stoner Movie Book Club talking about which characters from Book Smart we identify with. It was hard for me to decide as well because my
3: my friend group in high school was probably closer to the Molly Amy group, except I was more of a theater jock kid. But I, uh, I also didn't stick to one group of friends. I kind of went all over the place. So I'd say Gigi, but without the
1: drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nice. I can see this. In high
3: school, I was voted like most, um, like most zoo. Was it zoo? I was in the alphabet. They had an alphabet. (laughs) Most (laughs) (laughs)
2: zoo. Most zoo. (laughs) I don't understand what that category is. It's an
3: alphabet. And Z was zoo. And I think it was like the kookiest like kind of person, you know,
2: (laughs) the (laughs) most zoo.
3: Yeah. Like I was the weirdest kind of it was the me and because a guy and a gal each got voted each one. I don't know why. But anyway, so I I, mean, I know
2: how those things work. We had those. There was not most zoo I've never heard of. Like Noah's Ark.
1: This <laughs> is like Noah's Ark. What was Z
2: then for your for yours? Well, it wasn't an alphabetical thing. It was like a yearbook thing. It was like best friends and like... Yeah, I mean oh, superlatives. Most likely to be president. Most likely to appear on Cops. Ours was all in alphabet. Like
3: A was athletic. B was best dressed. C was Got cutest. It.
2: Blah, 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 blah. I was voted most school spirit. I can see it. Most school spirit. Okay, uh, maybe we're going to have some stoner chick podcast awards coming up. See what we win. Stephanie, you are going to get most most zoo. zoo.
5: (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) All right, sorry.
2: Got way off track. Oh, Um, my goodness. Stephanie it was the alphabet
3: i was so convinced that every school had an alphabet like award ceremony well what did you have for z what did you have come on was this xylophone oh that's x isn't it jesus can't even do my alphabet (laughs)
1: <laughs> this next one is another suggestion from Rosemary love you Rose shout out shout out and this is actually from a Patreon episode now normally we would keep the Patreon episode content under lock and key but because <laughs> Rosemary suggested it and she's one of our friends over on Patreon I decided we sh- we should listen to this one um, so this was an episode that Grace led where we essentially played stoner D&D and this is a clip from um, while Grace was DMing her DD game.
0: All right, so all of you guys are running around when you suddenly see a presence. There is a fairy who's clearly older, seems like a little more authority, authoritative, isn't hooting and hollering so much, and has a glowing vest on. Mm-hmm. And as she catches each of your eyes she beckons you towards her and once you get towards her she says hello welcome to laura's ferial this is an (sighs) this is a fairy's paradise you seem to be humans come here from another realm we're happy to have you as guests at our festival
1: thank you so much miss fairy goddess my name's fremdel fremdel you promise you don't want to hurt us no of course not we would
0: never hurt a visitor especially a wee one like you nothing to worry about here party (laughs) oh this person has now this person here really has the spirit of the that's marcy (laughs) oh marcy nice to meet (laughs) you oh it's nice to meet you i love it here you place is fucking rocks well we're so happy to have you and in fact We'd love to have you as honored guests and have you go way up to the penthouse of the tree and visit with the fairy princess herself. That's right. The fairy princess Gubrielle is up at the top of that tree. And uh, the only decision that you have to make is whether you want to take the stairs or the elevator. Elevator. <laughs> I'm a layabout. <laughs> You look over at the tree and you see um, in the center of one, this beautiful ornate glass paneled elevator, and it's currently headed up to the top. And you can see three fairies in the elevator gazing out wistfully as as the music bumps and lifts them up to the top. But then you see that these, um, beautiful staircases are wrapping up and up around towards the top of the tree and there's party going on on these steps like there looks to be some cool ass fairies over there even though it's gonna be a little more of a hike but both options are very tempting so what will it
3: be What way up shall I show ya? about the journey not the destination man I'm taking
2: the stairs oh well I'm elevator
1: I could use some cardio I'll follow you on the
2: stairs oh no but I was gonna stay with candy shit
0: y'all have to go the same way so it looks like best, best two out of three (laughs) <laughs> Maybe you can take the elevator down if we have enough time. Just take some drugs, Fobacula,
3: and you'll feel like...
2: None of you can even say my name right, and I'm, now I'm taking the fucking stairs with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Is
3: <laughs> it funicula?
1: Fobacula. Fobacula. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> and I'm Candace Stillwater. Okay.
0: Uh- <laughs> Oh, we know. So here, uh, <laughs> all of you seem a little, you seem a little nervous. And here, each of you take each of you take a joint. It's been a, it's been a day. Special, special fairy flower. Take one of these and light them up, and you can smoke them on the way up there, okay. so that you have a nice time. We really want to make you feel welcome here. <laughs>
3: Oh, i forgot oh, how much boy. i loved
2: that story my memory is just being so skeptical of this new land and i was with people that were so into it all <laughs> <laughs> i forgot i did that fucking weird accent
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was great it. oh good yeah good. that was fun it was um anyway join us over on patreon.com slash stoner chicks if you want to get into that episode yeah. and like many more. How many
1: do we have at this time point?
2: A lot. I'm depending on the level you join at, there's up to what, 40?
1: Yeah. Nice. And that episode was from uh, Patreon 03. So if you get Ooh, access to early. that private RSS feed, baby, uh, that's the one. Alright, so we're, we're, we're rounding out Episode 100 here, we have a few more clips of a couple of the awesome guests we've had. In addition to the scientists and Anything Bones host, we had one of my favorite cannabis influencers, Dope Kitchen, on the podcast. And this was a clip of her talking about how smoking weed and making silly content about it helped heal her relationship with food. So as far as like cannabis and nutrition go how do those two things factor into your
4: life as an athlete well i feel like cannabis has actually helped me improve my relationship with food in some ways and i think the reason why i cook such healthy meals for my tiktok is also directly related to like how i want to help people understand like how to develop a better relationship with food. So just to like backtrack and explain that a little bit. I feel like when i was a little bit younger, especially in my early and mid 20s when i was working out a lot and trying to eat super clean and super healthy, i'd say i was probably borderline orthorexic, if not like fully blown orthorexic. So i was just like addicted to exercise and like measuring and tracking every single thing that went into my body, eating clean. I say that with air quotes, I was just like, so anxious about like, putting certain foods into my body, exercising all the time. I would do like two a day workouts while having a full-time job while measuring and tracking every single Dang. one of my meals. It was just like, it was ridiculous. And I didn't see it as a problem when I was kind of going through it. But in retrospect, now that I'm like 30 and have a much better relationship with food, I look back on that period of my life and I realized like that was pretty fucked up. And like that really messed with my head a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But cannabis um, and the reason why I cook while getting high I, I feel like cannabis has just helped me loosen up a bit more and have a lot more fun in the kitchen instead of like overly stressing about how many calories is in a dish or how many grams of protein are included in my meals. Mm-hmm. Like I am just able to let go of that stress and anxiety when I get high and have fun in the kitchen.
0: Oh, man,
4: she's so great.
0: Yeah, she's the coolest. Dope Kitchen makes these great recipe videos that are like so aesthetically pleasing. And she's just so cool. So anyway, it was cool
1: to have her on the podcast. Mm -hmm. i follow her on instagram same (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think we all do now um yeah that was awesome to have her she was super gracious and fun and um i appreciated her opening up and the more we do this podcast the more stories like that that i hear about how cannabis really helps somebody um, whether it be emotionally or physically as we all know there's many uses for cannabis and especially with chronic illness or um, mental health issues that if you can figure out the way to responsibly consume cannabis in a way that benefits your life fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah Word. And then, speaking of cool people, um, we had David Bean stock on the podcast, and he is a cannabis journalist, and he hosts the podcast uh, with D- Abdul of Said called Great Moments in Weed History. And um, he's the only dude to ever be on the
2: podcast, and we really think he's brilliant. So we were thrilled. So it was funny to realize that he's still the only dude that's been on the podcast. Yeah, we got to get more dudes on here. Well, and all of dopey
1: and as we look to the future you know we all want those incarcerated to be released we want the plant to be decriminalized but your two episodes ago your title was don't trust the authorities that outlawed weed to justly regulate it which is frightening to think about are do you feel optimistic do you feel worried about the future of cannabis culture
6: um well i gotta say that title is uh as a as a saying of my co-host abdullah saeed who mm-hmm. you may know from hosting Bang appetit which is uh where we met and you know it's a case of it being the best of times and the worst of times like mm-hmm. on the one hand the biggest social justice gain that we can make is to no longer arrest people Um, That is the worst outcome that is was happening to 750,000 just Americans a year. That number is coming down and down as more and more states legalize. So where we might have a lot of frustration with how the legal market is regulated, we always have to start with the fact that much fewer people are having their lives torn apart And many more people feel comfortable to try cannabis medicinally or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But just like living in a world where people who are going through chemotherapy are afraid to access cannabis, you know, that's just horrific. So every step towards legalization does those two completely vital things. In terms of like my favorite thing, cannabis, and one of my least favorite things, capitalism, Converging, <laughs> yeah. you know, I never had illusions about how that was going to go, but mm-hmm. it's also the future is unwritten. So, like, when we have these series of fights, the fight just to legalize was considered laughably impossible. Why are mm-hmm. you wasting your time working on this? That's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. And now you'll hear from the same people, why are you working on that? It's inevitable. So (laughs) we have to take that same mindset to the battle for a just and equitable cannabis industry, a just and equitable cannabis culture. There's the economic fight, but there's also this idea, okay, cannabis culture is expanding and that's great. More and more people are coming in. but. We need to teach them our values. We need to bring them into our world of inclusiveness, of healthy distrust, of authority without losing your fucking mind about it. Um, (laughs) You know, our world of sharing, our world of understanding what plant medicine is and respecting it and not sort of allow people just because they have a lot of market share or they have a lot of clout to come in. And impose their values on us to bring in from the outside the things that we've always, frankly, been against. And, you know, to have gone through all of this government oppression. I mean, we're talking about people getting their doors kicked down in the middle of the night. Like, I don't use that word lightly. Mm -hmm. We are Mm -hmm. an oppressed culture and have been like... That shit's as real as it gets. Black fucking helicopters in Humboldt County. Like that shit all is oppression. There's no other word for it. So we can't turn around and just say, well, now because where I live, the laws have changed. So I guess the underpinning of society is fine. It's not. No. You know, a government that can maintain a hundred year war against a beneficial plant is just wrong in and of itself, but also pretty clear sign that, that the red lights are flashing that like the good people are not in charge, you know, and, and that, you know, we need systematic change and, and we can't just say, well, now we're going to be like mcdonald's and coca-cola culture no we get we're gonna be plant culture we're gonna be weed culture and we're gonna maintain that view of the establishment
1: oh bean (laughs) yeah that was so fun he got me all riled up
3: yeah exactly
1: activated activated he's good at that so that was really awesome to have him on he was super nice and um yeah
2: yeah yeah and
1: and speaking of super nice (laughs) very cool very awesome people we've had on the podcast we're gonna do something we've never done before and we're gonna give a preview of episode 102 where we have a very exciting guest and yeah you'll hear it grace is hearing this for the first time too even welcome to stoner chicks the podcast for
3: stoners by stoner chicks i am stephanie thompson and we are here today on the A great day for me, I have to be honest, for all of you guys. We have such a treat for you in store.
1: Yes, we do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We do, we do. Stephanie, we are all very excited, but this has been a joy watching how happy you are, Stephanie.
3: Oh, I am absolutely brimming with delight to introduce our guest today. She death dropped into our living rooms in 2014 on season six of RuPaul's Drag Race with her charm, her unbridled talent, vulnerability, and with the most iconic moments. Since then, she's captivated audiences across the world. She's an amazing musical artist with songs like Poison Ivy. She's a world-renowned choreographer. She's a cannabis and trans activist. She's a hero of mine. She's been on my mind since we started this bleeping podcast. A stoner chick through and through. Welcome the amazing queen of weed queens, Laganja Stranja, everybody.
7: Yes, God, honey. <laughs> very, very kind. I so appreciate that.
3: I have been a huge fan of yours for years. I just am just absolutely... I'm brought to tears. So. Oh, you are too
7: kind. Thank you.
1: I just realized that we haven't explained to our listeners yet that your drag per- character is all based around cannabis and cannabis normalization and activism. Can you, for our listeners who, who haven't seen you perform or seen some of your amazing weed themed looks, um, can you introduce your character to our
7: listeners? So oh, I definitely am most known for my character from RuPaul's Drag Race season six, and that is Miss Laganja Estranja, honey darling, and <laughs> a pot loving, twirling, uh, sexually positive, open vibe, uh, I guess is how I would describe her. And it was definitely, I think, an extension of myself when I created the character, But I also think now looking back, drag is really what helped me find my truth as a trans woman. And it Mm -hmm. gave me a way to sort of explain off my femininity and categorize it as a job and not really who I am. Um, So in the beginning, it was just really accepting myself and also ultimately like, finding an art form that really is the culmination of so many arts like makeup and hair and costume and dance and singing so for me it's it's you know it's kind of like the ultimate art form because it really does combine so many different elements and that's been kind of amazing for me as an artist and as someone who's always loved exploring not just one lane. Holy shit, you
0: guys. I know. I, I've been so out of it this week. I didn't even realize you had already talked to her. That's amazing. And like, honestly, what the fuck? That's so fucking cool.
3: My dream came true. My (laughs) dream
0: of dreams. Anyway, I cannot wait to listen to that personally so yeah
1: it's a long interview we talked to her for probably like 40 minutes and that was just a little snippet of it but halfway through the episode i realized we hadn't even talked about weed at all and i was like oh god we gotta (laughs) we haven't even told the listeners that well we said she was a cannabis advocate but but her drag persona is a weed goddess (laughs) so fucking
3: cool oh my god well thanks kayla (laughs) thank you so much kayla I get to see Laganja tonight. I'm going to her live show right now in like 15 minutes. Oh, my God. You're going to have so much fun. I'm so excited. And the next time we
0: record, you're going to tell us all about it. All
1: about it. Oh, you guys, it, we've come a long way in 100 episodes. And I think that's the perfect symbol of like, wow, like one of Steph's dream guests came on yeah. the podcast. And it it's, it's an exciting time to be a stoner chick. <laughs> I've been trying to keep that
3: under wraps. It's been so hard for me. I'm glad I can now let it out of the basket that Laganja has been <laughs> on the podcast. And if you want to find more information about <laughs> the podcast please go to stonerchickspodcast.com. You can find all our links to social media. You can sign up for our newsletter there. If you want to find us on Instagram, we're stonerchickspodcast. If you want to find us on TikTok, we're Broccoli Broads. But again, stonerchickspodcast.com. You can find all of that. Email me, your wonderful high thoughts, at stonerchickspodcast.gmail.com. Um, please rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you do rate us on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it aloud. I hear that. Yes, I made
0: a promise to do so. We got a really lovely, kind comment mm-hmm. uh, review on Apple from a user named Dark Chaos.
2: Wow. Ooh.
0: Five <laughs> stars educated stoners are the best exclamation point and these four ladies teach you everything you need to know about cannabis wow
2: that's
0: (laughs) and how it works with the body along with funny conversations with great personalities you feel like you're hanging with friends thank you so much for that lovely review we only hope to have the most wisp of helpful information yes and and if we do try
2: we do try to have accurate information in our stoner ramblings
0: yeah yeah yeah. like like accurate but like like there's so much more but also love that you're here oh my god am i being so weird (laughs) stephanie stephanie save me Save, save save me
3: I will save you, Grace. Uh, so, again, it'll uh, help us out so much if you leave us a five star review. And I believe. Oh, and, and you can write us a letter. Oh, if you want to write us physical mail, Phoebe has the address for you. I do. And
2: I love <laughs> when I check that postal box and there's something for me to take. It is Stoner TX Podcast at P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington 98108. And I still have stickers. Nice. So, f-
3: send phoebe a sticker she'll send you one back (laughs) and also phoebe why don't you
2: tell us what do stoner chicks always say a hundred episodes in and i feel readier than ever (laughs)
0: okay i'm gonna go buy the neck brace now
2: okay (laughs) see you at the 200th everyone (laughs) love you smoke some weed smoke your weed